Welcome back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity to, to embark on this endeavor together into the Word of God. I uh, want to deal with a simple subject today, but I believe it's a needed subject. And I do want to say by way of introduction that I'm not going to cover all the reasons on why did Jesus come, but that's going to be the topic for today on why did Jesus come? Why did Jesus actually have to come to the earth? What was the purpose? Was there a plan? And all of those things hopefully will be answered in the lesson as we go through today. And uh, I do want to thank you again for all the support that we've got and the um, different amount of emails that have came in there at biblicalprinciples at juno.com. And that's going to be the easiest, quickest way to get a hold of us here at Biblical Principles is through that email. It's biblicalprinciples at juno.com. All lowercase letters, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. And thank you for the questions and the comments and the concerns that have all been sent in. But if you have your Bible, I'd like for you to turn to the book of Romans, chapter number 15. The book of Romans, chapter number 15, in verse number 8. The Bible says this, Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. So the first reason that Jesus came was to prove that the Scriptures were correct, to prove that the Scriptures were correct. See, God gave us a Bible, and that Bible contains both the Old and the New Testament, and the Old is the New concealed, and the new is the old revealed. But as we come through the Bible, all of the Old Testament prophecies and all the Old Testament promises, Jesus would fulfill in the New Testament. The book of Matthew chapter number 8 in verse number 17, the Bible says this, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Over 30 times in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you'll find the phrase that it might be fulfilled. And that's why Jesus came, was to prove the Scriptures correct, to prove that the Bible is the infallible, inerrant Word of God given to mankind, whereby not only mankind will be saved, but also mankind will learn to live for God. He, every question, every problem that man could ever have would be found in the Bible, and every question on how we ought to live can be found in the Bible. The Scriptures are not difficult to understand. The problem is it's hard sometimes for us as a prideful man, woman, boy, or girls, to take the Word of God and, and apply it to our life that we might be conformed unto the image of His Son. But the reason that Jesus came was to prove that the Scriptures are correct. The book that you hold in your hand, the book that I hold in my hand, is the Word of God. And it was given to us that we might learn to love God and to live for Him. Secondly, not only did Jesus come to prove the Scriptures correct, but in the book of Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 17, the Bible says this, "...wherefore in all things it behooved Him to be made like unto His brethren." that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Jesus came to be our mediator, to be that go-between, to be the one who could reach with one hand to God the Father and with the other hand back to earth to mankind so that he could be 
He could be our propitiation. He could be our our interceder. He came to become our mediator so that we could have a way to God the Father. And also, God the Father, because of His holiness, could have a way to us. See, God could not deal with us because of our sinful condition. God being holy, He could not deal with sin. But Jesus came to pay that sin debt so that each man, woman, boy, or girl who comes to God through the Lord Jesus Christ could have a mediator that they could be able to get to God. Why did Jesus come? To become our mediator. And then one of my personal favorite verses, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 5, the book of 1 Timothy chapter 2 in verse number 5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, meaning this very simply, that there is only one God and there's only one way to God. There's only one mediator. Jesus came to be our mediator. There's only one mediator between God and man, and who is that? The man Christ Jesus. He stands in the gap for us. He paid our sin debt so that we could have eternal life. He gave us an opportunity to have something that there would be no way we could merit it on our own, and it's a free gift. Jesus came to become our mediator so that we could have an opportunity to experience all that God had for us, so we could have an opportunity to have our sins forgiven. Colossians chapter number 2 in verse number 14. Colossians chapter number 2 in verse number 14. Why did Jesus come? To forgive sins. He came to forgive sins. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. See, our sins were a were a tremendous debt that we could not pay. But Jesus took those sins and he nailed them to a cross. He became sin so that the sinner could go free. He blotted out our sins with his own precious blood. And those sins were contrary to us. But do you know what he did? He took it out of the way. Jesus came to forgive sins. John chapter 10 and verse number 10 The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and they might have it more abundantly. How can you have an abundant life? By having your sins forgiven. It wasn't just that God the Father didn't have nothing to do, and Jesus didn't have nothing to do in heaven. No, there was a tremendous debt that we owed of our sins. And God the Father looked and said, I want them to have an abundant life. And the only way that they can have an abundant life is if somebody pays their sin debt. And Jesus Christ volunteered to come to this earth to pay our sin debt because he loved us so much. The reason he came was to forgive our sins. And he said this, I am come that they might have life so that we could have a life, so that we could live the best possible life. He came to forgive our sins so that we wouldn't have that burden that we had to bear on a daily basis, but we could be forgiven and be made clean and be able to access God the Father and God the Son, all because of what Jesus did when he died on the cross to forgive our sins. First Timothy chapter number 1 in verse number 15. First Timothy chapter 1 in verse number 15. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation 
that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Of course, here the Apostle Paul is speaking, and he's speaking about Jesus coming to this earth for one purpose, to forgive sins. He said Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And how do you save a sinner? You get their sins forgiven. And our sins are covered by the blood. Our sins can be forgiven because of the precious blood that the Lord Jesus Christ shed upon the cross when he died for the sins of mankind. So why did Jesus come? To forgive sins. And then lastly, Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 14. The book of Hebrews chapter 2 in verse number 14. The Bible says, For so much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part in the same, that through death he might destroy him that had power of death, that is, the devil. The last reason that Jesus came was to destroy the works of the devil. And it's very simple here in this verse. We are made of flesh and blood. And so what did Jesus do? He himself, he also himself likewise took part in the same. He became flesh and blood that through death, when he died, he destroyed the works of the devil. Now those works were those sins that had us so bound up, those sins that plagued our life, those sins that controlled us and destroyed us. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, to destroy those things that caused us heartache and defeat and misery in our life. See, I was basically, I was basically in a prison of sin, and Jesus came walking down the hallway, spiritually speaking, and opened the prison door and set me free because he had paid my debt. And when he did that, he destroyed the works of the devil in my life. You say, well, I'm awful bound up in sin. I've got some very serious problems. Well, that's good because the Bible says Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And if you're lost and you need help and you feel like there's nothing that can help you, my friend, I would challenge you to give Jesus a try and find out that he's the one who can destroy the works of the devil in your life. He can. He came to do that, to destroy the works of the devil. And then 1 John chapter 3 and verse number 8, He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. The Bible says, He that committeth sin is of the devil. That sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning, and that's what he did. He sinned and got himself thrown out of heaven. But then the Bible says, for this purpose, what purpose? The Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. The reason that Jesus Christ was born of a virgin and robed himself in flesh and blood and died upon an old rugged cross, he was buried and three days later, he came thundering forth, conquering death, hell, and the grave. But the reason that he came was to destroy the works of the devil.